There's no hard feelings on the 80s montage tonight. There's certainly not, mate. Oh, Fergie. What's his name? Fergal <laughs> Sharky. With Sharky. His 31 oh, flavours. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Explain what we're doing tonight, babe. It's a good episode. Oh, guys, tonight we're talking about urban myths. Urban, urban myths. myths of the of 80s. The 80s. Now, yeah. not rumours, although this is going to sort of dovetail with another episode that we're going to look into later, which is mm-hmm. rumours of the 80s. But rumours are qu- kind of different to urban myths. This is urban myths is like stories <laughs> that sort of went viral pre-internet uh, that everybody you know thought was true. They knew someone yeah. who knew someone. You know, yeah, and that's right. They're sort of like cultural myths that that mm. occurred, especially in the eighties. And it was it was coming from the school ground as well. So we were school kids going to school, and these little pricks would spread these urban myths. And we believe them. That's right. Absolutely. You know, kids aren't the greatest things in the world when you think about it. Like, I remember this little kid or this girl telling me at school that I could get pregnant by a finger. So when I went up to when I went up to Queensland and, and went on a family holiday and got fingered in the spa, I was worried for weeks whether I was pregnant. Did you go and get a pregnancy test or anything? I did. I did. <laughs> did I you fucking really? went and got a pregnancy test. No, but kids like, like they, they would say shit like that, you know. Oh my god, it's nuts, isn't it? What you believe as a kid. Um, we'll do some quick intros just in case people are joining us for the first time. I'm Jay Jovi. I'm Sammy Hardon. And this is the '80s montage. We just talk about stuff from the '80s, shit, whatever we feel like, and that's throw, it. Throw a bit of our opinion in there as well. It's just a bit of Absolutely. a chat about the fucking good old days, mate. <laughs> <laughs> now, Especially semi, the school days, yeah. Yeah, school days, absolutely, where this stuff is like all based. Did you ever get told that uh, if you ate and then went swimming that you'd get cramps? Yes, half an That's, hour I had to wait. It was an hour for me and it was complete bullshit. Did you know that? Really? That's got I didn't really know Really no that. scientific basis, yeah. Really? I don't know why. It's just like another, another, you know... Another bloody bit of evidence that parents stomp on your buzz when you're a kid. Yeah, Don't yeah, you yeah. Like ruin your getting fun. square eyes when you watch too much TV. Your That's eyes will go one. square. That's another one. What about yeah. uh, if you swallow chewing gum, it'll take eight years to digest. Did you hear that one? No, I haven't heard that one. Uh? I have heard um, the, the mandarin pips or the pips in fruit would um, make your... What do you call it? Appendix explode. But I think that was true, wasn't it? Well, it's because a tree will start growing in your stomach. <laughs> but it's com- it's because it's it's um, complete bullshit. I heard. Really? Ma- um, uh, I think it was mum or dad or one of my brothers told me that if you ate a watermelon seed, you would grow a watermelon in your bo- in your in your belly. <laughs> Jesus. It's so stupid. Yeah. It was just basically so when you're a kid, you don't swallow seeds and choke on them, you know. Oh, but, um, okay. There's, there's heaps of them. I remember mum saying that um, not to use the public toilet because there, there'd be a man in there and he'd chop my willy off. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. sometimes there was a man in there. It, sometimes it there's a lot of men in might, there as I found them. out sort of later in life. But, exactly. But um, they don't want to chop it off. They, uh, they want to use it. 
Yeah, yeah. They want you but, to stick um, it in. That's right. But, um, yeah, look, there are heaps. The ones that we're going to be talking about tonight are sort of bigger, bigger stories, you know. They've, mm. they've got more layers to them and heaps of details. And we're going to be talking about the ones that we remember from our childhood during the 80s. That's and right. ones that still to this day we're still trying to get our head around that they're not actually real. Like some of these, some of these are so ingrained into your psyche, it's uh, hard to accept that they're not true. So we started off with Fergal Sharkey. Now, poor Fergal Sharkey got a bit of a beating in the eighties. He he had a I huge urban myth. Yeah, he had a huge urban myth around him, and he looked a little bit like a shark. If you have a look at his face, his face is really long, and he looks like a shark. So I don't know whether they called him Fergal Sharkey because he looked like a fucking shark because he did, yeah, yeah, or that was his real name. I'm not, I haven't really looked into it. But when we were at at school and Fergal Sharkey was playing on Countdown yeah. or whatever, um. There was an urban myth that he had swallowed a bucket of sperm <laughs> and he was sick and he couldn't release any more music because he was drinking sperm. So in my head I thought, well, okay, he's a shark, a sperm are little fishes, so maybe Wait. that's what they do. Maybe he was thirsty. <laughs> maybe he was thirsty. <laughs> so that was fucking fun. So as kids that was a huge urban myth and Fergus, I couldn't watch him again. Now it was it was it was the urban myth was apparently when he was on tour in Australia and didn't he apparently get rushed to the hospital and I they had to pump his stomach yeah. Yeah. and and you know I've heard this urban I've heard that same urban myth but it was Mark Armand from uh, yeah what is it that one I can Depeche never remember Mode. Depe- not not Depeche Mode but the other one oh uh, Mark Armand from oh. I thought it was soft oh, cell. God, I can't soft have, cell. Soft cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. But you know what? I looked into it a little further, and okay. it goes right back to um, Rod Stewart. Apparently, Rod Stewart had a had an assistant who got fired by Rod and was really pissy about it. So he first released the rumor about Rod having like a liter of sperm in his. <laughs> His stomach, yeah, no way, yeah. So, and where do you find this information on the internet, or where did you find it? Um, in a in a forum because I'm a you know I I tr- you try to don't. The great thing about the internet is you can find a lot of stuff will get censored on the mainstream sites, but right. if you find a forum where people are just chatting, right, that's, that's great because it's sort of like you know, unauthorised, you know. So um, it was, yeah, that that actually came from a forum that I read, like a music forum, you know. So and it's actually, all, they're still talking about it now, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, oh yeah, yeah. Because the same rumour is is has has gone around about, um, what's his name? Justin Bieber and one of the members of One Direction. <laughs> wow. So it's sort of one of those urban myths that that carries down through the generations and they just apply yeah. it to whoever's the little puffy one that they want to take down at the time. That's you know? so great. <laughs> well, with, with like, the thing. I was going to say, it's, it's like the one with the um, Marilyn Manson having the ribs removed so he could 
suck his own penis. Yeah, that, yeah, right. I remember that from the 80s applied to print. Yes, yes. Like he was a little yep. sex freak that wanted to suck himself off. Oh, and so, what a f- so he got a couple of ribs removed, you know. And do you think it comes from children? Is it children just using their imagination and getting into the sexual stuff? No. Like, because I don't remember my adults going, oh, that's bullshit, or knowing about it. You know what I mean? I never knew my mum and dad talking about this stuff. It was just kids. Yeah, yeah. Look, it, to, it was probably, <laughs> you're probably right saying it was children, but I reckon it's children in the sense that it was musos, you know, like musos with their sort of childish sense of humour, you know. Yeah, Cause, cause, um, yeah, maybe. A, a lot of them are just, a lot of them I think like, come on, a kid could never bloody dream that up, could they? Bloody hell. I find <sighs> them amazing when they go viral in this time though. You know, they're like spreading from town to town sort of, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, we brought up an urban myth um, on one of the episodes. I think it was the top 20 albums where you talked about the Phil Collins urban myth. Yes. And in the air tonight. Yes. Very so that much was so. One, and I was like, oh, my God, I must remember that just to touch base and talk about it again so people can go back to that episode and hear it. I think that's where they, we got the idea for this one, wasn't it? Yeah. So We've that done was like a few the flagship myths. bloody urban myth for this show. Yeah. Yeah. Now there but are yeah, heaps. Good there are heaps from this time. Yeah. Um, one that's huge that everybody would know is about Richard Gere. Oh, now, okay. Yes. Now this urban myth, I put it in the, you know, this is very specific for um, to a person. So... You'd think normally it would go in our later uh, rumours episode, but no, this is just a ridiculous urban myth. But everybody thinks it's true and everyone knows this. So Richard Gere apparently um, enjoys a bit of a, a kinky sex play where somebody gets a pipe and a pipe of a sort of decent size and they very gently would feed the pipe up Richard Gere's asshole <laughs> and to create a bit of an opening. You with me? Then yeah. they they will get your gerbils. You know what a gerbil is, guys? It's like a rodent, you know, and like a hamster, you know, and they would feed a couple of gerbils up uh, Richard Gere's date, pull the pipe yeah. out so that they're trapped in there and then the poor old gerbils scurry around inside his ass trying to get out and Richard's going, oh, fuck, that's all right. You know, now, so would that be fucking – I mean, I know it's not true, but wouldn't it scratch the insides of your asshole? Oh, it's really nice. No, it's <laughs> really <laughs> – No, it's – I uh, must try it then. You would, you would imagine. Like I remember asking that at the time, thinking like yeah, wouldn't, right. wouldn't they just scratch the shit out of his asshole? And somebody yeah. said, oh, no, well, they have – they actually removed their toenails and so and I'm like, oh, oh. sounds like a lot of effort. I'd just have a wank, wouldn't you? Jesus. Yeah, no, I'm not that into the arse that much. <laughs> I'm not I'm not into the scratching or anything of the arse. No. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, see, I've heard the same myth about the gerbils applied to Pet Shop Boys and that's where they got yeah. their name, the Pet Shop Boys. Right. Because they'd go down the pet shop, get a couple of gerbils, bloody see you that's, later. 
That's See you a later, clever mate. urban myth. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. a very clever. It's like, oh, I'll go around the pet shop. Go down the pet shop and fucking, if they don't have gerbils, I'll put budgies up there. But it did scare you hearing that shit as a kid. You were like, oh, is this what we've got to look forward to as an adult? Well, Sticking gerbils up our ass? Like, yeah. Do we yeah. have to when we go out with someone? Yeah, do you know, no. I watched um, Fatal Can't Attraction today. we just hold today. hands? You know? Exactly. Can't we just talk and kiss? <laughs> I watched Fatal <laughs> I watched um, Fatal Attraction today. Yeah. That should be fucking compulsory for males to watch in year 12, that movie. Yeah. It still stands up. Like Mate. I got sucked in by it again today. Yeah. And this chick is fucking batshit crazy. And that was the thing that the guys used to say when we went at school. Oh, she's a bunny boiler. Yeah. She's a fucking bunny boiler that. Your girlfriend's a bunny boiler. I used to think <laughs> that was the funniest shit ever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It um it's funny, like, regardless of how much you try to warn anybody about crazy cra- you know, yeah. crazy lovers and stuff, they never listen. What's the point? You know, you well, still I I was seventeen at this age, so I'm watching this at seventeen going are these women, do they even exist? Because yeah. you don't know. Yeah. As you grow up and you run bands and you work, you know, you mainly work with men, they fucking do exist. They don't bore your bunny as such. Absolutely. But they're fucking batshit crazy. Absolutely. You know, and men are too, but women, yeah, women can get very batshit crazy and a bit obsessive. Um, and it the reminded thing is me. That- the thing is that men are more likely to cheat if they're like in a committed relationship. And I'm not just That's being right. sexist by saying that, blokes. Bloody simmer down. The statistics <laughs> do show the statistics do show that men are, you know, more susceptible to being a bit naughty on the side. And so often it's like dudes, you know, dudes drumming up a relationship with with a chick and then like the chick forms feelings, of course, which is a natural thing and then the bloke turns around and is like, oh, no, I'm married. You can't fucking do that. Yeah, yeah. I've never understood women that will go, excuse me, first burp, go there with married men. I've never fucking understood it. And I think as as a 17-year-old watching this, it was a real eye-opener to what, Oh, am I going to have to expect this shit? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And now, she plant bombs him with a fucking mixtape and all that shit. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. I, I was kind of on her side right up until yeah. the, the end. No, I wasn't. That's right. <laughs> I yeah. was on her side for the first ten minutes and yep. then I just went, nah, you're the fucking... You know. I I can't stand neediness. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. have you ever yeah. been neat like needy in a in a relationship that you? I mean, I have. Have you? Can you think of a, an instance when you've you've been a bit nutty? I think I've been a bit nutty when they're not accessible. When I can't get these people. Because I know in my heart it's never going to happen and then you just want to fucking make it over. So you want to get nutty and go, right, fucking where where are we going? What are we doing? But then you think back to a movie like this and people you work with and you go, you shouldn't be doing this shit, you know. It's bullshit. Yeah. Nutty's not going to get you anywhere. No, I know, I know. It's like ultimately you might. You might win the battle in the small, it, like in the short term, but like in the long time term, they're just going to think you're a fruitcake, you know? Yeah. 
Which is not good for women to be, but men, it's a different story. They can yeah. be a fucking fruitcake. Yeah, yeah. You know. Now, another old one I remember, another old urban myth that I can remember really clearly from an early age. Um, yeah. Because, of course, you know, uh, Indonesia and particularly Bali. Like, Indonesia's, you know, one of Australia's closest neighbours. Um, and uh, Aussies were starting to venture out. You know, like, it wasn't, it wasn't particularly the done thing to go on holidays internationally. You know, no, the, that's the, right, it the, wasn't. The 70s and especially the 80s is when people started, you know, they'd go and do a pilgrimage to Europe if they were from another country originally or, or at least their family was or, you know, they might go to Hong Kong, they might go to Bali or something like that. So in the 80s was when that kind of international holiday travel really started booming, you know, and now it's just everyone does it, you know. If you go on well, the holidays, it's it was a lot more like, expensive though. That's right, absolutely, lot, yeah. absolutely. Um, air travel was particularly expensive in the 80s, wasn't it? Yeah, horrible. It was like thousands of dollars. Now you can go to Bali for $400. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So, look, but like going to Thailand and going to Bali was um, a really done thing in the 80s. Like that was really opening up and it was awesome. But, you know, of course Aussies are kind of susceptible to a bit of racism about, you know, oh, other countries, you know. So there was always that urban myth about, oh, bloody don't go to Thailand. They, you know what they do, they they kidnap you and you wake up in a bathtub full of ice yes. and, and they'll yes. have cut, cut your kidneys out and sold them and on sold the black them. market. That was a huge urban myth. That was a huge, huge. One. Either your liver or your kidneys or whatever and it's like... You look at they drug the, you in a nightclub. Yeah, yeah. You look at half the bogans that they were talking to, you know, heavy drinking bogans on holidays, and it's like, I wouldn't want your liver or your kidneys. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. So you, it wouldn't fucking safe. work. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Wouldn't yeah. work, you fat ass. You'd be <laughs> fucking floating. You'd be like, oh, yeah, you rejected that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Didn't work. It was dead. Yeah. Now let's go a little bit deeper into this and a little bit more specific. Now this story that I bring up, it's quite a Melbourne-based story. Quite right. a Melbourne-based story. And I say allegedly from the very beginning, I'll probably, <laughs> say, probably say it a few more times too so we don't get in oh, trouble. Oh, yes. This is the one <laughs> everyone loves. Yep. Now this one from was from the very late 80s. Apparently, apparently <laughs> and allegedly, now this could have been Jennifer Kite, the newsreader. I don't know. It could have been. I asked the question of you, the public. Jennifer Kite apparently turned up to hospital walking a little bit funny because she had a Coke bottle up her ass. That's and right. A- apparently, allegedly, yep. it was Johnny yep. Diesel or Diesel or Mark Lazzotti. Get out, Johnny. Who whacked it up there. Now, I've heard that it was a Coke bottle sometimes. I've heard that it was a champagne bottle. Champagne. Which mm-hmm. is a little bit more sort of la-di-da. And probably, if you had to choose, that would have been the one that Jennifer Kite would have preferred. A champagne. Well, you'd want to hope they you know, were drunk. A lovely imported bottle of French champagne. The bottle went up yeah. there at the end. I've heard yep. Galliano, which a Galliano mm. bottle, which kind of says a little bit about, you know, her capacity in that area. 
Australia. That's right. That would be a long capacity. That's right. And that I've would heard be a, a fucking canyon. I've heard a Vegemite jar, which adds a bit of width to the situation, oh, doesn't very it? very Australian. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I did see Jennifer Kite at uh, the Sports and Aquatic Centre in, in – um, in Albert Park a couple of years ago and she did look a, a little bit startled then and I thought maybe she's got another bottle up there. Maybe, ah. you know, maybe it's the it's the Botox. Who knows? But, you know, but, it certainly a funny fucking, fucking story. she looks fucking great. She looks fucking great, Jennifer. She does Pye. look great. She if does look great. that's how good you look with a bottle up your ass in the 80s, I want one up mine. Yeah, it's like come over. Fucking I'm, the new uh, Botox of yeah. the fucking. Finish your drink and whack it up there because I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Coca-Cola now, adds life. Now apparently I've heard, I've heard a few stories about the origins of this. I've heard right. it was Johnny Diesel or Diesel um, yeah. and I've heard it was all kinds of people, you know, all kinds of people. Um, it wasn't it wasn't unique to Jennifer Kite spreading kind of sex rumours at the time. There were a lot of sex rumours in and around this time. Um, at the early 90s there was one about Jo Beth Taylor. I'm not sure if you can remember that one. Yeah, that was um, a Crown Casino or something. Yes, yeah. yeah now, yeah. it was – it was these kind of rumours were spread by rival networks, particularly when there was a popular female presenter or personality on a TV network. Now, Jennifer Kite was kicking ass on Channel 7, I believe – and, and apparently it was ch- as Channel 9 had a Christmas party and right at the end of the Christmas party when everybody was pissed and they started, you know, handing out the bloody cab charges and everybody uh, everything so that people could get home, so one of the heads of Channel 9 said, right, guys, I want you to get into the cabs and I want you to tell them all that Jennifer Kite was just taken to the emergency unit because she had a bottle up her ass. Go and tell the cab driver. And so they all jumped in the cab and told the cab driver. And it was the best way of spending the ru- spreading the rumor because the cabbies just told everyone across Melbourne, and of and of course Channel Nine couldn't spread it directly. It was the cabbies that were spreading it, and so it was on the news and in the papers it was. the following That's day. Right. The following day. I do remember it on Eon FM driving to school, Jennifer Kite's story, but I don't know how they actually – it'd be funny to find a fucking read back of that actually happening on the news, you know. Yeah, So apparently that was the origin of it. It did – wow. It didn't affect her career though. No. At all. No. It did not – it didn't affect it. Shame she didn't get like a, a, you know, a soft drink. Uh, endorsement out of it or something. <laughs> soft, you know? soft trick voucher. Yeah, drink as much as you like. Yeah, absolutely. And, and don't litter. It could have been a campaign for sort of like an anti-littering campaign, like don't throw the oh. bottle away. Stick Bloody, it up your ass. Stick it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear that she was at the Alfred Hospital and it was sort of in the South Yarra Malvern area. Right. She'd gone to the Alfred Hospital. But being so little, there's only so much of this stuff you can remember. Yes, yeah, but that's it's, right. It's, you, how, who in this lifetime can actually see Jennifer Kite on TV and not fucking think about that? Every there's time. no one. 
every single every time. time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every time I would remember, she used to go. She used to do the news in the nineties on the Steve Vizard show. Yeah, every, yeah, yeah, every yeah. time I'd see her because she look, she's absolutely stunning. She's yeah. absolutely stunning, and and um, I, I used to think like, oh, like even at that age, like, oh, you dirty thing, sticking bottles up there. Because, you know, news readers, I will say news readers are renowned to be big whores. <laughs> I've known. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they, they, they are renowned for being a little bit whorish and a little bit fucking who can they fuck. I have heard, heard that in the industry. I've heard a lot of stories. Yeah, I've heard a lot of stories about weather girls and, and uh, yes. presenters. And I don't know what yes. it is. I, look, some yeah. some. Some I know are true stories that they've kind of, you know, either sucked or fucked it their way to the top. <laughs> um, I know it's a very com- competitive arena. But, like, other times I think, oh, you know, is it just, like, have they barred the wrong bloke? Have they said, ro- you know, have they said no to the wrong bloke and they've just had a slut rumour bloody spread about them, you know? Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's an interesting subject because if I ever saw them at a function, I would I would always watch them just to see if they were slutty. You know what I mean? Like I used yeah. to do a lot of Channel Ten, Channel Ten functions later on, or like in the early nineties, and I just because I used to do Good Morning Australia in the eighties and go on and sing a song and fucking embarrassed, you know. So in the lifts there'd be all the uh, newsreaders and Bert Newton and all that stuff and and I'd always look at them like, are you a root rat? You know, it was always you'd, interesting. You'd be looking like for stains on their dress. like. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Mm. In the elevator at Channel 10 going, let me see if you've just come from someone else's house. You'd be going, come again? They'd say, no, it's just mayonnaise. It's just mayonnaise. <laughs> exactly. That was an urban myth, wasn't it? Mayonnaise <laughs> yeah. or... Yeah. Always looked like sperm. <laughs> uh, depending on their health, isn't that right? That's now, right. Now, um, can you remember the old urban myth about um, – I'm not sure if this is just a kid's one, but apparently, according to my mum and dad, it was illegal to drive with the interior light on in the car. That's isn't bullshit. it illegal? Nah, it's really? bullshit. Yeah, it's really? crap. It's crap. It's just so like ah. when you're a kid, you wanted to bloody read your comics or your, or your book or whatever, and they they you know they would want the light off. Be like, nah, it's illegal. It's not our fault. Wow. Yeah. yeah it's oh, crap. I used I used to think it was um it'd annoy the person behind you in the other car. Ah, uh, yes. Light on. Yeah, yeah. I used to think that was a legit thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I've got a couple. Look, this is a bit 70s, but Kiss were around in the 80s. But in the 80s, we heard that Gene Simmons' tongue was was a cow's tongue. It wasn't really all his oh. tongue. <laughs> so if you got eaten out by Gene Simmons, which most women did, it was a fucking cow's tongue, which used to petrify the shit out of me. Do you know anybody who has been with Gene Simmons? <laughs> Oh no! I know I don't. two people. Bullshit! I can't say. I can't even say their name. I can't even say their name. One wow. of them we both know, and right. one of them has been on TV. So then recently. I do know someone. Yeah, I do yeah, know yeah, someone. You do. <laughs> you don't, you I don't just don't know, know of them. You don't know it yet, but you will know yeah. straight after the taping of this show. Okay, um, fantastic. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I heard a lot of things about Gene Simmons' tongue, that it was, you know, this amazing length, like he had the record for the longest tongue in the world and all of that kind of crap. Yeah. Yeah. I used to think as a kid maybe the more he stretched it on stage, it just used to build up this length. You know, That's like right. you strengthen your muscles by, you know, doing bloody yoga. Exactly. Stretching your muscles. So it must be a muscle. Your tongue's a muscle, isn't it? Yes, I think so, yes. It's your love muscle. So, yeah, well, your one of one of several, yeah. One of several. But the <laughs> yeah. favourite of females would that be – that would be it. Yeah, that's right. Oh, good on him. Can you remember the uh, – there are a lot of urban myths surrounding Kiss, actually. Can you remember? Yeah. Uh, apparently Kiss stood for Knights in Satan's Service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do vaguely remember that. Remember that? There is yeah. a lot of There is a lot of um, coming out of the 70s and especially because of uh, – you know, 70s and coming into the 80s was a real time of people becoming atheists, you know. And yeah, they that's were right. they were sort of it was almost a, a, you know, I guess enlightenment out of religion and just kind of people were becoming agnostic and atheists and all that kind of thing and religious people were very very threatened by that. Mm. Very threatened by that. And so, you know, to be an atheist was like to be a bloody Satan worshipper. Like to turn your back on religion, you might as well have been bloody sucking the devil's dick, you know? Like it was it was considered like a really scary thing. And sucking I used to the think, devil's dick. Yes. I'd love to suck the devil's dick. Ah! In fact, I already do. <laughs> We've all sucked the devil's dick. Well, look. Maybe Frank Thring's dick. We can organise that, but you know, we'll see how we go. But look, it. I used to the point that I used to think that atheism was uh, devil worship. A religion. No, yeah, devil right. worship, quite specifically. Oh, right. So yeah, yeah, and um, and I think a lot of it came out of all the fear and everything with the Manson murders and all of that kind of shit. So there was a lot of like that. Uh, satanic stuff to do with musos and I remember there was like a priest during the 80s in about 83 or 84 that came out and said that about Led Zeppelin that if you played might have been Stairway to Heaven if you played that in reverse even though this is a 70s song he came out in the 80s and said it if you played it backwards it actually said something like you know, Satan is your saviour and yeah, six, six, yeah, six yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And so yeah. it was a real kind – there were a lot of urban myths about musos if you played their songs in, in in verse, if you played them backwards, that it was like satanic messages and stuff. And, and, I, th- and I think Prince got – a track of Prince's was looked at as that as well. So it's definitely moved into the 80s. Yeah. But I yeah. even think the Beatles got copped for that, didn't they? Yes, yeah, Sergeant they did. Sergeant Peppers. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, Prince got copped for that. He would – I think that's where he got the idea for the start of Don't Worry, I Won't Hurt You. Yeah, 1999. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sounded like a record going backwards. So I yeah. think that's where he got the idea for that. Yeah. Because there was a lot of that stuff going on. People were terrified of that 
uh, vocal effect where they'd slow the voice down and it'd go very, really deep. People were fucking terrified of it. Like it was, yeah. they were hearing the devil's voice like, um, why would you do that? Why would you put that in your music? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got another one. There was an urban rumour with uh, Kylie Minogue's voice that oh. she was actually Rick Astley oh. sped up. Yeah. So Kylie and and vice versa. Yeah. So the both of them were with Stock Aiken and Waterman. We had heard that Rick Astley sped up was Kylie Minogue. Yeah. And Kylie Minogue slowed down was Rick Astley. Yes. Which that's was right. super funny because I did believe it for about two minutes and then I thought, nah, they just sound the same production, you know? Yeah, yeah. Can you remember that one about – oh, I mean, there's tons about Michael Jackson, of course, but can you remember that one about Michael Jackson that him – he and LaToya were actually the same person? Yes, yes. That LaToya I was just Michael that. coming out in drag, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I do remember that. And they've actually said the same oh. thing about Janet and Michael as well. Yeah, it goes through the reins, doesn't it? It goes yeah. down the – Goes down the tracks, but it's interesting. And I mean, I don't have children to know what the urban myths are today, mm. but um, there was certainly a lot of stuff going on. The poltergeist urban myth uh, of the the actors in Poltergeist was a death curse, oh. and that everyone that played in Poltergeist would eventually die. That's that right. That was a huge thing. Yeah, because she died, didn't she? The little girl that yeah, played little girl Caroline, died, didn't she? Yep, she died. Um, what about the freaky bitch that played the, the clairvoyant? You know, like, this house is clear. You know that one? See, I haven't seen Bol- Poltergeist for a long, long time. Poltergeist? But it was Poltergeist. Um, but a lot of them wouldn't uh, – it was Heather O'Rourke that played the youngest daughter. The little girl. Uh, yeah, she shortly after the release of the movie died. Yeah. And then I think it was Poltergeist – was there a two, Poltergeist 2? Yeah, I think they did three of them. Yeah, it was a big trilogy. They uh, had cast members left, right and centre, but dying, you know. Oh, shit. So That's a lot no of good. people didn't a lot of people didn't want to do that show. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's hard when you hear that stuff. You go, oh, was it true, was it not? But this was actually true, but it was the fact that if you did and got an acting job on Poltergeist, you might end your life. You know? Yeah, yeah. It was a good, it was a good sort of um, pre-internet viral kind of promotion device for Poltergeist as well. Because like people, if people thought it was like a cursed film, they couldn't yes. wait to watch it. That's know? right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. really tricky. It was probably probably bloody started by the the studio. Well, that's exactly the point you brought up with Jennifer Kite and the, and the cabbies. I mean, they're the best people to hit up Absolutely. when we had cab drivers because they've they just want to talk, yeah, and yeah. talk shit. You know, that's right, that's right. And and you, you know, you're in the cab for those long periods, and there's only so long you can fucking indulge in. Uh, you know, so you just start. How long you started tonight, mate? You know, like where have you come from? All that kind of fucking small yeah. talk before you. You know, you got some juicy bit of gossip. Of course, they're gonna want to fucking share it. So yeah, but there's a lot of bloody ghost stories uh, surrounding films. Like, and it goes back. It goes back to. I mean, actors are very, very superstitious. Yeah. Very, very superstitious. You know? Do you know the Shakespeare uh, play that starts with M? It starts with yeah. M, and it's a Scottish play. I can't say it. Because I don't want the bad luck. 
If you say oh. the name of the Scottish play, to, to the point that actors won't even say the name, they'll just say the Scottish wow. play. Um, wow. Because if you say that name in a theatre, it means that the, the, the show will not sell. It means it's going to be a massive bomb. And to undo it, you've got to do three laps of the theatre to undo the curse. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Now, there is a film from the 80s that has a, uh, another sort of ghost. It's meant to be, uh, uh, well, not curse, but it's got, a, got an image of a ghost. Three Men and a Baby. Can you remember yes. that? Yes, yes. Bloody Tom Selleck, Ted Danson and your old mate Steve Guttenberg, the mm. most... Uh, Unfunny actor of the 80s. And <laughs> three, three Men and a Baby was a remake of a French film. It was – French film came out in 86. I forget the name of it. But this film came out in 87. Now, in the background of one of the scenes, they're all talking. There is an image of like a little boy in the back, in the, in the glass, little boy watching them. It's fucking scary, right? It's fucking scary. Mm. Now, the urban myth was that the apartment that they were shooting in, they really wanted this apartment. They couldn't believe how awesome the apartment was. The the uh, location scouts, when they were looking for locations for the film, they couldn't work out why such an awesome apartment was vacant. They didn't question it. It was nice and cheap. They moved in and started fucking shooting the film. Apparently... It was vacant because a family had just vacated it because their son had just committed suicide. Wow. Was, was playing with a gun and shot himself accidentally. And here was Shit. the ghost of the little boy watching the film and it was all captured on film. It was all bullshit, of course. The, uh, <laughs> the uh, ghost in the film was uh, Ted Danson's character, was an actor in the film and the ghost itself was like a like a standee, like a like a sort of image of him, like a little prop standing up. And it was actually Ted Danson in a costume, like this little cardboard cutout stuffed behind a door. So it wasn't a ghost, it was it was part of the set. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, look, I wasn't a big three men and a baby fan. No. So I never really cared to look for that, but I have heard the the uh, urban myth. Absolutely. You you were more of a three men fan, weren't you? I was more of a three men fan. That's right. Yeah. But in saying that, Billy Jean by Michael Jackson, the urban myth was that was that was a real person. That's right. Billy Jean, and he was she was pregnant to Michael. That's right. There was even the myth that it was Billy Jean King, the tennis player. Oh. Wasn't she's, Debbie Rowe? She's a lesbian. No, I don't know. If she's yeah. a lesbian. She did play tennis though, but uh, yeah. There's, uh, look, there's bloody hundreds. Can you remember the one that apparently, apparently, Pancake Parlour was owned by the Church of Satan? No. Okay. You go and have a look at the the logo for Pancake Parlour. It's of that woman, yeah? It's like this old classical image of the woman. Have a look on her forehead. There's a perfect cross on her forehead and the urban myth is that it's like a subliminal message about kind of inverting the cross on her forehead and if you eat there, all the proceeds go to the Church of Satan or something. Look, it was probably like, you know, it was probably an urban myth that was uh, started by Wendy's or like a rival oh, bloody totally. company. You know what I mean? Totally. 
Absolutely. Yeah. People are pricks and they'll think of anything to get people out of their business, you know. Yeah. I mean, we've had shit said about our band that I can't fucking believe. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, what? What? But what about the urban it's myth true, Donald that Trump? It's true, that urban myth about our band. Um, Is it? I've got a great big donkey dick. Oh, it's, yeah. Yeah. That's true. true. That's that one, right. That one's true. There are others. That we all bang each other. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's another one. That's another In the one. forest. Yeah. Yeah. And we In do the it. Forest. At, we do it at the train station, don't we? We do. So, yeah. Um, complete crap. And what about the urban myths that we'll be having? I mean, the big one that I saw that people resonated with was the flying cars, that in the future we'd have flying cars. Like that was the big thing that everyone assumed would happen about now. Like we would be flying around in cars. Well, even up until a year ago, remember like Uber were going to have like a flying car service to the fucking airport? Like Uber. Yeah, didn't they put that out on a bloody? Didn't was, they actually? It's going to be like a massive drone. It was going to be like a massive drone, right. and they would have like effectively like drone pads, like you would have helipads around the city. And if you wanted yep. to yeah, yeah, yeah. go to the airport with no congestion, um, yes, you needed to fork out for it. But you could walk to these, <laughs> walk to these drone pads and get fucking droned to the airport. Can you imagine fucking how fucking hell. chaotic the skies would be? And how exactly and how much money it would cost you to do that. Absolutely. To go to the airport. It'd be like four hundred is it really worth it? Yeah, yeah. And now now we're in ISO, there's no cars on the road anyway, so you can fucking do whatever you want. Get to the airport bloody in ten minutes if you like. You can if you've yeah. got a flight to catch, which is very rare. That's right. Yeah. But I'm th- there was a, a little one about Stevie Nicks. She had a huge coke habit. Ah. Um and the doctor told her I think it was the late 70s, early 80s, that because of her coke habit, if she used her nose nose anymore, that her nose would fall off and it would give her a brain hemorrhage. Ah, yes. So the the urban myth was that she used to ask her roadies to blow it up her ass. That's right. Actually, that was one of their jobs was to blow it up their ass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it wasn't – the truth was that it wasn't coke that they were blowing up her ass. That's right. It was a penis. (laughs) Oh, my God. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So that was a really big rip, you know, that she would spend money making someone blow coke up her ass. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Now, should we have a little toily break? A little ad yeah. break? A little ad yeah. break. What one are we going to do, Sammy? Well, we won't tell them. We'll just play it. All right. It's a ripper. It's a fucking ripper. Fuck. Awesome. And, uh, Got a bit of an Aussie legend in it as well. Oh, nice. Excellent. Enjoy. All right, well, let's give this a go. Enjoy and have a lovely ship. <laughs> America, you look like you need a holiday, a fair income holiday. In the land of wonder, the land down under. Now, there's a few things I've got to warn you about. Firstly, you're going to get wet because the place is surrounded by water. Oh, and you're going to have to learn to say good day. Of course, every day's a good day in Australia. G'day, Paul. G'day, love. Of course, you'll have to get used to some of the local customs, like getting a suntan at the restaurant, playing football without a helmet, and calling everyone mate. Thanks, mate. She's right, mate. Apart from that, no worries. You'll have the time of your life in Australia. Of course, we talk the same language. 
Although you lot do have a funny accent. Oh, before you rush out to book your Aussie holiday, get the Aussie holiday book from your airline or travel agent. Come on, come and say good day. I'll slip an extra shrimp on the barbie for you. America's discovered the wonders down under. Have you? Oh, Paul oh, Hogan. The legend that is Paul Hogan. I Wasn't love these huge? ads. I love yeah. I, I love Australian tourism ads. I want Do you? Especially the 80s ones. I want Do you think they work? No, well I want well they're selling <laughs> an ideal about Australia and I want Australia to be as good as it comes up in those ads. You know what I mean? Especially the 80s ones where it's like we're all a bit of fun and fucking life's great and it's all sun, sand and surf and, oh, come down and have a bit of fun. Oh, we're real fucking friendly, you know. Yeah. Jesus. Well, I never got the shrimp on the barbie. Never got no, it. No, no. Well, for, we were just discussing this. For a start, we don't put shrimp on the barbie. Shrimp are fucking no. tiny in Australia. You put That's what they are. Well, America, well, we, you know, we call them prawns. But Americans yeah. call them shrimps, you know. So, so they were aiming for that American to market. To the American market. Yeah, mm. yeah. But they're prawns, of course, and we do love a prawn. Especially Rip, he oh. loves prawns. Oh, <laughs> we love a prawn. <laughs> Just rip, rip her off head off and head. she's beautiful. Yeah, she's bloody tastes great. Yeah, mate. Fucking get it I in didn't you. like peeling a prawn. No. I liked I liked rooting a prawn, but I didn't like peeling them. But right. there are ways you can cover someone's face in the dark. That's right. I find that when you're drunk, it's always prawns are a, a great root. Right. Because yeah, because yeah, yeah. you can appreciate their they've hot body. They've got to body. try. You can appreciate yeah. their hot body. They're just appreciating that they've got a root. That's right. Because <laughs> they've they've got a rude head, and. Everybody walks away happy, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So and and they're so eager to please because you know they're they're, they're just ecstatic. They're thrilled that they're there, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you can't there. get rid of them though. They try and lock in a relationship pretty much That's ten minutes right. after you. Fuck have them. you have have you ever had a a sort of a, a casual sex partner? Who you of couldn't course. get rid of and what have you done to get rid of them? Okay. Well, remember that guy, we were in the puppet show and <laughs> I I was – I took him home and banged him and he was – We weren't in a puppet show for, for a start. Yeah, no, guys we weren't, out there. we weren't. Puppet show is, we a, is a code for a band it, that it, we it did and it all ended in tears. And we were run like puppets. We That's had right. a finger up our ass. That's we right. were controlled. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of us were happy with it, but some of us weren't. Some I of us like were marionettes mu- without That's having right. our strings pulled and That's some had a right. fist up our ass. That's right. So and I took this dude home who was a bass player. I don't know <laughs> if you remember this. And he wanted to stay the next day and I'm like, beep, beep, isn't that your fucking cab? See you later, dickhead, you know. And he's like, oh, you really need a bass player in your band. He just shagged what was me his name to get and What was his name and we'll bleep it out later. I know. Have no idea. Oh, Could okay. not tell you what his name was. 
could not tell you. But all he wanted was a job with the band because we didn't have a bass player or the bass was on track. Oh, I kind of remember this. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was just selling himself the whole way through the route. I'm a bass player for fucking Jimmy Kicks for fucking, yeah, I'm, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I don't care. You were like. This isn't. You meant to be bloody. What am I going to do about it? You meant to be rooting me ass off. Bloody. Exactly. <laughs> fucking the trippers. I mean, so I, I think I only went, yeah, and you hope they fucking forget where you live as well because God. you're like, oh, God. They but never he do. Would not, he would not go in the morning. He wanted to show me his demos of his music and and uh, and it was just fucking shit house. Oh, no. Couldn't get rid of him because he thought I would get him a job with the band and I'm like, how fucking serious are you if you think you need to fuck your way to the top in a cover band? Fucking that's pretty oh. desperate, isn't it? I I uh, I w- saw somebody briefly, one night yeah. only, and I, the great one thing night is, only, yeah, one the great night thing only. is, and and guys out there listening, it's always great if you're share housing if you have the front bedroom because you can bring home a variety of partners and nobody's going to know about it because you can just sneak them out the front door or the window. That's right. But, but I lived I lived in Collingwood. We had bars on the window, so they I just shush uh. them out. The, I just shush them out the front door. But one yeah. time I had somebody that was staying a little bit too long. They were a bit clingy and wanting asking too many questions. And you know, I was I was all like, oh, there's not usually this much talking. But uh, no. you know, you, you're trying to hint like, oh, you're you're talkative tonight, aren't you? And um, you'd, you'd swear it was a fucking trivia night, all the fucking questions you get yeah, asked Yeah, I used to have the same thing. It was a conversation that went for hours before they actually got the guts up. We're oh. quite person. We're quite powerful personalities though. So <laughs> you could only imagine picking our personality up. You would be shitting your pants. Yeah, Because you yeah. don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, You know? Yeah. Especially if they've come out of the crowd and you're in a band. Especially if you they're a You look like you're going to smash them in the head. Yes. Fucking smash them, root them, kill them, keep them under your bed for next time you need them. That's where their heads went. <laughs> oh, God. Right? And they can't Especially sort of believe their luck. They can't believe That's their right. luck. So they're like <laughs> – and I, I'm not saying <laughs> that in an egotistical way, but they're just no, like – No, it's not. For, for, you know – You'd swear they just won a fucking competition. They're like, they're like, oh fucking, oh bloody hell! Yeah, they've, they've won like a competition on the radio or something, you know. And it's like, oh, shut up, take your pants off. Anyway, bloody yeah, exactly. In the morning, you're not here I just, for my health. I had had enough. I had just heard fucking yam 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 all night. I couldn't wait to get them out of there. So I made up a lie that I had. <laughs> I made up a lie that I had a. Um, I had an appointment with my personal trainer and I put my gym gear on. I even went to the trouble of putting a costume on, you know. I, wow, I, put, my, I wow. put my gym gear on and I, I said, look, I'll drop – I've got to go. I've got a personal training session. I, I will uh, drop you to the tram stop. I literally I – dro- I, I drove away from my house in case they fucking, you know, walked back to my house and like in the next ten minutes Shit. and here I am fucking at home eating McDonald's. <laughs> um, Having a I, bong. 
And I yeah, I dropped them to uh, I dropped them to the tr- to the tram stop, and then I you know I did go to McDonald's before I went. Yeah. Home. <laughs> <laughs> I went home and went back. Well, you need to eat when you've had a root. You've That's got to right. Eat your fucking, I ate, and then I think know. I went back to sleep because it's hungry wow. work, isn't it? Isn't it? Did it's you stress about the situation at all? And did you ever feel bad and, and stress about it? Because I used to feel a little bit bad that I'd led this stray in and, and sort of used them like a dirty dildo and then yeah. all of a sudden I don't want to see them again. I, I, went in, I went in through a little man stage for a little while where I couldn't find anyone that interested me. So it was just I'd banged my neighbour. He lived across the road from me in a unit of flats. That's not a good thing to <laughs> oh, do. Oh, God. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. then you've got to see the prick when you walk up the stairs every fucking day. Yeah. And pretend that you're busy. Oh, I was always busy. Oh, I'm really busy yeah. uh, oh, God. typing out oh. my assignment. Is that the time I'm meeting with my accountant? Sorry, David. I'm good. <laughs> it's full. Oh, you've got to be so careful. But I did feel a little bit bad for 10 minutes and then I got over it. Yeah. But from a, did you feel bad about it? Going, like, how did that Big Mac fucking feel? When you ate that Big Mac, how did it taste? Was it the same oh, taste or was it a taste of regret? I was felt it a like taste fucking of shit. And you know, like, you know, you get them out of your house, but you can still smell them for the next two yeah. days. That's Pino oh. Clean's good for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or or yeah. Um, or acid. You know, that, that works acid. well. <laughs> that, that works well too. But um, yeah, look, I was a bit of a slut. Admittedly, yeah, and I knew I, you were, and I swung both ways. So, no, I I felt a lot of guilt. A goal. I felt a lot of guilt. Really? Yeah, yeah. At the time, I did. I didn't. I don't anymore. I do. Oh, no. fuck that! I'm just. No, we just know. do whatever now. <laughs> yeah, you do whatever we're, you we're fucking like. We're over forty. Like Any, anything that fucking works works. Oh, yeah. bloody over hell! Over forty. If fuck some, it out. If somebody uses their manners with me now, I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> You know, fuck yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah, but we're look, in um, love with everyone. Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. So I did. Uh, yeah, I did. Used to get myself in a lot of trouble, ruin a lot of friendships, and all that kind of thing. And another thing I used to do. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you're like this too, but I used to get very horny on flights. Oh. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. often That's quite I would, normal. Yeah, yeah. So off and I did a lot of flying, yeah, because I you know, one because you're a muso and two because one of my brothers was um, working for one of the airlines. So I used to get cheap flights. So I used to do a lot of travelling, yeah. So mm. um, I would I would uh, meet somebody on the flight sitting next to me and put the hard word on him and God. I wouldn't root him on the plane, but I would root him at the airport when we landed. So get out. Yeah, yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, the what old, in the dunnies or something? Yeah, the old Hilton Airport Hilton used to get a bloody. Oh, oh yeah. thank God it was in a fucking airport at yes. the Hilton. Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You used to spend money to do that. Oh, I wouldn't spend the money. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's legendary. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, right. So I, I never got as far. I used to do all that. And it was like it was like flying for me. And I love flying, yeah. It was like flying for me was like going out and having a few drinks in that sense that I would 
kind of hook up with people who I never, never would normally even look at. But you kind of sat down next to somebody, you start chatting, and when you get to know them, you're like, oh, this... This person's all right. Yeah, yeah. They're all right. Yeah, yeah. They're all right. It's a bit, and I, bit I like remember a fucking I picked Hallmark up this movie. chick. I was in. I was. I was at uni, and I. I used to work in a deli. <laughs> I used to work in a deli in Turak that was right next to the Woolworths, and I started picking up this chick and put on the hard work. You know, on the. On the flight, I'm putting the hard word on her and I'm sort of, you know, we're even like hinting like what we're going to do to each other and everything on Hang the on, flight. Hang on, just going to so, stop you there. This yeah. deli, was it in the car park where Silver's used to be? No. So you know where the, you know where the, um, you know where the Woolworths is or the Safeway or whatever? Turak Village? Yes, yes, Turak Village. I picked up a guy in that deli one ah. time. <laughs> Sounded very familiar. It wasn't you, God. but they were a bit horny at that deli. The boss. I actually got fired because the boss, who was a woman, cracked on to me, and she used to tell me all her old sex stories and stuff, and I loved it, you know. Oh and, yeah, um, of course. We we never had anything going on, me and the chick, me and the boss, but I think she had a very jealous husband, and he went on her phone. And he could, and, and we were very familiar, me and the boss, you know. We used to share yeah, a lot of yeah, shit. Yeah. And so he went on her phone, saw the tone of, no, it was a Christmas card. I gave her a Christmas card and sort of said, you know, great fucking hanging out, having a chat, blah, blah, blah. And did like kiss, kiss, kiss on the fucking Christmas card. The husband yeah, right. saw it and thought that we were rooting and I got fired. Oh. I got fired because she wow. had a guilty conscience probably and that was considered too familiar and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, fuck. You know, I could you, – you're fucking firing me over a Christmas card. I could tell him what you fucking told me if you like. Anyway, whatever. But I was I was working in the deli at this fucking Woolworths, mm. yeah? Mm. And um, so the chicken I like – you know, tuning each other, being dirty with each other on the on the bloody flight and everything. She gives me a lift home, and I sh- and we're kind of driving towards the city. And she goes, "So where do you live anyway?" Because she's gonna give me a she's gonna give me a lift home. And I said, "Oh, well, I, I live in Turak. I hope it's not too far out of your uh, thing." And she's like, "Oh my god, I live in Turak." She lived. Oh, no. She lived with a within a hundred meters away from me. And so then I'm like, I got like full on panic, yeah, because it's like the, the rug had been pulled out <laughs> from under me. Um, I was fuck. like, I was like, oh, fuck, oh, oh. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, I'm going to see this bitch all the time, yeah. So I mm. kind of made all these excuses and started saying that I was car sick and all of this kind of fucking shit. <laughs> She dropped me off and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to vomit. Thanks so much for the lift. And so I went upstairs and like fucking, oh, you dodged a bullet then. But then I used to see her every fucking weekend when I'd work at the deli because she'd be shopping at the Coles. Like, hey, how are you? You feeling okay? (laughs) Oh, how how many hours did it take you to churn that on the plane? How many hours? Oh, How like, many hours it was a three did you hour take flight. you to get it? It was like a okay, fucking three-hour flight. That's a pretty good effort. That's yeah. a good effort. Well, you had to pass the time, didn't you? I should have just well, fingered Well, yeah, her. and you're a, you should have fingered her under the blanket, <laughs> under the fucking 
What do they give you, a blankie and a fucking, what do they give you on a flight? Oh, one blankie of Blankie and a pillow. Yeah, one of those juice with the foil on the top. <laughs> juice with the foil on the top. All right. Uh, Let's get back on it. topic because uh, there are a couple well, there's more. There's a few urban myths. Yeah. A couple more. A few more. urban myths you made up there for your friends. That's right. You might remember... And it's a segue. The segue is pussy. We're moving into phantom cats, Sammy. Phantom cats. Phantom cats. Can you wow. remember that urban myth? No. Maybe <laughs> I do. Maybe I do, Can't though. Can't you remember all the urban myths about, like, down at Gippsland and fucking up in the Macedon Ranges and stuff? And there were, uh, oh. like, phantom cats. And apparently, you know, people would be camping and they'd hear rustling and fucking shine the torch and there'd be a massive fucking leopard or a jaguar or, oh, it was too big for a dog. It was fucking huge, you know, all that kind of shit. Yeah. So there was an urban myth myth about in the Gippsland about, uh, you know, these massive cats. There were ones in fucking in Geelong. Wherever you had, like, bush... (laughs) Bush in Australia. I remember having them up north in all the sort of bushy areas up north. And, of course, like living up north in far north Queensland, there was bush everywhere. Mm. And I'd bush know, everywhere. Yeah. I don't know if it was to scare kids or what it was, but, yeah. Phantom cats. And apparently there was a little bit of truth to it. Apparently when the GIs used to come out to Australia during the Second World War, they used to bring... Uh, these, uh, you know, American GIs, they used to come out with, like, mascots and they'd be, like, cats and stuff like that. So apparently at the end of the World War, they just released them into the wild and, and they mated and these were, like, the offspring of the uh, these mascots. But I've also heard things like, you know, there were uh, touring circus troops where... The fucking caravans upturned and all the fucking animals escaped and all of that kind of shit. But, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Well, well, speaking of animals and and myths, it was the 40 years anniversary of Azaria Chamberlain this year. Did you watch that doco? Dingo's got my baby. Dingo's got my baby. She's another one that they all thought she was a Satan worshipper as well. Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. But, I mean, it's been 40 years since that happened. Is that right? Uh, and now everyone's decided they believe that the baby was taken by a dingo. But at the time, no one believed it. No, they didn't. No, no. They, they were like, she's killed it. And it was um, particularly scary because, uh, uh, you know, all Aussies love going camping and especially families because it was like exciting relatively cheap fun. Like the families could go out camping in some fucking remote area with other families and the adults would get on the piss and they'd go swimming. Absolutely. And the kids kids fucking loved it, you know, like they'd play like Spotlight and they were, you know, it was like free babysitting. The kids would fucking love it. They'd They'd be like fucking so exhausted at the end of a big day like swimming and fucking doing all of that. Kids would be in bed at bloody... 8 p.m. 6.30, 7, yeah, that's yeah. right. Adults would be well, sitting up on the piss it. all night. Yeah, we used well, to love it. We used to do it. We used to go to the Murray every Easter, sit on the Murray. Did you? I mean, it's not it's not your Lara, but we used to sit on the Murray and 
and we had the dog with us and the dog would walk around and chase kangaroos. Not that he could chase much but yeah. or she could chase much. But, yeah, it was great because you would go to bed and your parents would stay up and get fucked up. Yeah, sit around the fire and fucking drink bloody scotch and shit. That would, that's exactly what people don't do anymore. No, you've got to do go it. Go away together. got to oh, do I know. it. People out there, make me a promise. When ISO ends that you get the family because you're not going to be able to go over to Bali and have your kidneys fucking No, fucking <laughs> that's <removed>. right. <laughs> so get the you kids, won't. get the family or get your mates and go fucking camping. It's incredible and we don't do it enough. It's so much fun. Yeah. As kids we loved it. Yeah. Because it was Easter as well, so we had a shitload of Easter eggs. Easter eggs. The Easter Bunny, Easter Bunny knew where the Murray was. That's he right. He used to fucking put some eggs in your tent. There's a lot right? of bunnies on the Murray. That's right. We used to dig a hole and shit in the ground for people overseas. <laughs> shit in the fucking ground. Well, we used to dig a big fucking hole, have a curtain, shower curtain around it. Yeah. And shit in the ground. Well, you were far more civilised than we were in those right. terms because we would just shit in the creek. Did you really, Sarah? Couldn't yes. shit in the creek? Come no. running after you. Run after you when you've done it. No, you just They'd go to hang an, out. You go, yeah, have a drink together, and then yeah, uh, yeah. gotta gotta head off now. The shit says, and then just floats yeah. floats down. Oh, uh, better go, mate. I think Mr. Hanky, yeah. the Christmas poo no, was a real thing will be for on me. In a minute, mate, I better go. Yeah. The shit just floats down then. Oh, we used to piss in the in the river. My grandmother was big in that. <laughs> Because it used to, used to. My grandmother used to teach us to piss in the river because oh. it would warm your legs up. Warm I your hope legs she up. was submerged when she gave you the lesson. It was you very see? liberating. She, she, very used, li- she has to actually just show you on the way to camping in the car. She just, she just that's pisses, right. No, nah, she never got the to the. Oh, this bless, is how you man. do it, Sammy. Because you take them, you take your grandmother. Because usually the granddad had died, oh. so you had your grandmother. You know, men always died before women. That's right, um, and they probably still do. Who because knows? the women but had nagged them to death. That's right. Yes, that's right. So we used to piss in the river and shit in the ground. Oh God, it was good, wasn't it? <laughs> it was just. People no, would not believe it. We used to love camping and I can't believe we're t- talking – oh, no, we're still talking about urban myths, aren't we? Uh, yeah. We used to camp in quite a rural area, and of course, and um, being up north you would have a lot of cattle farms and shit, yeah? So you'd like be in these remote creeks and stuff and cattle would come down – and, like, you'd wake up in the morning and the fucking campsite would just be full of cows and you'd be, get up like, wow. get out, bastard. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> I remember clearly having one side of the – and I've got sort of three elder brothers and we had sort of extended family. You'd have one side of the family – and this is going to sound really hillbilly. You'd have one side of the family over one side of the creek, the other half over the other side of the creek, and you would pick up – 
the dry cow shit and have cow shit fights, throwing throwing fucking dry cow patties at each other over the creek. And I remember yep, yep. clearly remember my one of my brothers getting a big fucking big bummy of cow shit straight in the face and he got all like cow shit in his eyes and it just being the funniest fucking thing. And of course nobody's got any sympathy. They're like, oh my God, he got fucking cow shit in his face, <laughs> you know. Oh my God, yeah. When we weren't playing banjo and just being complete hillbillies, that is, but there we go, yeah. How funny is that? It's a bit different to well, life now. <laughs> I, we, we'd hope. We'd hope it's a bit different. Now, yes, go out camping, guys. Go out camping. Uh, just be careful of the phantom cats, okay? And that ties in with the old uh, bloody commercial we've just played, How Good Australia Is. That's right. Get out there, mate. Get out there and enjoy Australia for what it is. Bloody meet some people and... Bloody enjoy yourself. Now, absolutely. Couple more urban myth semis. Yeah. We'll start to round up. I always used to want dreadlocks as a kid. Uh, and I eventually <laughs> did have dreadlocks when I was about 20, 21. Uh, yep. But my mum very clearly told me about somebody that she knew who got in our hometown who had dreadlocks who went and got their hair cut when they, when they, you know, needed a haircut. They went and got their hair cut and they uh, started getting the dreadlocks shaved and the clippers wouldn't work. So the hairdresser sort of started on a few dreadlocks. The clippers got stuffed up. She had to sort of take the, take the clippers off to, to pull out the hair, went to the back of the salon. When they came back, the person was dead. Oh, I've never heard that. Why? Because the clippers had upset a nest of spiders that had created a nest <laughs> had created a nest in one of the dreadlocks and wow. starting to cut them had had uh, angered the spiders <laughs> angered the fucking spiders they had run out and bitten the person on the scalp and they had died they must have been red-backed spiders. They mu- of course they were. Or whitetail. That's another thing that we've yes. got that's very deadly. White-tipped spiders or whatever the fuck they're called. And, White-tail, uh, white yeah. And, uh, yeah, spiders were a good one for urban myths. There was the other one that Daddy Longlegs were the most, um, were the most poisonous spiders. But, yeah. Um, poisonous spiders in the world, in fact, but they're That's right. the only thing that stopped them killing us was the fact that their teeth weren't strong enough to pierce human skin, which is complete crap. Yeah, that's that? right. Yeah. yeah, I do remember. I do remember that because I used to when you have a shower and you see a bloody daddy. What are they called? Those daddy long legs. You used to yeah. You used to shit yourself. <laughs> you know? All what right. about um, – I heard one more. I'm just going to yeah. end on this. When you used to want to go out in the rain as a kid yes. and your parents would say, don't do that, you'll get schizophrenia. Oh. It causes schizophrenia if you went out into raindrops. Is that right? That's a big one, yeah. Like that was a rumour that if you went out into the rain, you wouldn't only get wet, you'd be schizophrenic. So did you run out in a fair bit of rain then? Yeah, I, I certainly <laughs> – I actually – I lived in the rain. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh. I think my grandmother used to tell me that. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's that old like urban if, myth that uh, if you if you go outside with wet hair, you'll get a cold. 
Yeah, right. And that's bullshit. Yeah. It's crap. Oh. What about Back to the Future, the hoverboards and stuff, the hoverboards? hoverboards? Yeah, they were meant to be – people thought they were real. Oh, really? For a long time. You know there's that, that the big thing. urban myth about fucking – what is it? War of the Worlds. Now, War of the Worlds obviously came out like fucking decades ago, probably almost a century ago. And apparently yeah. – when people heard War of the Worlds on the radio with Orson Welles narrating it on the radio, they they didn't realise it was a drama. They actually thought that Earth was being uh, invaded by Martians and so they started topping themselves. There was like mass suicides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is crap. That is not true. Yeah. That's another urban yeah. myth. Kind of vaguely remember that. Now I'll rip through a few of my, I'll bounce through a couple of mine that I've got. Can you remember mm-hmm. the, the urban myth about the razor blades in the apples? So if you uh, – and uh, specifically razor blades in or pins in lollies. And so it was a uh, way that parents used to say uh, don't accept lollies from strangers. Yeah, because you I get, do. you get old bloody pedophiles putting – once again the pe- pedophiles want to sort of kill you or, you know – harm you they don't just want to sort of abuse you they want to they want you to swallow a razor blade or a pin you see i heard um, about the razor blades in the water slides yes the that was grundies. another one grundies, that was another yeah. one people putting yeah. razor blades in in the fucking water slide so you cut your yep. ass especially in queensland yes big water slide area that's right yep um there was the other one about Bert Newton hiring prostitutes and having them, um, him lying under the coffee table and the prostitutes uh, shitting on the, on the coffee table ah. and him lying underneath it and wanking. That's not true. I'd like to fucking point out, guys. Yeah, poor and old I think Bert they Newton used would other have people. never done that. No, it was Molly Meldrum. No, I'm joking. It wasn't <laughs> him either. <laughs> They had a few people that that was said about. Yeah, it was lying, a few people. Yeah, lying under the glass coffee coffee table and people doing all manner of things on top of it. Yes. Uh, there was another one, Sammy, and uh, this one is okay. I'm going to tie this in very strategically, right? This one, yep. this one originated in the '90s and the noughties, but mm-hmm. but but. The reason we know about this one is because we were performing in an 80s band at the time. See how I've strategically woven it in? Now, this was one I is about. It? Yeah, was I there? Um, was this I one, there? Yeah, was I there? This one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Was I there? Or was, um, this one is about Crown Casino. So, Crown Casino, ah. when we were doing the 80s band. There was a rumour spreading about Crown Casino that there was in every bathroom of Crown Casino that there was a door that only security had a key for and it was called the body door. The body door was installed into every toilet because inside the casino was a morgue. So many people used to top themselves because they'd go in and fucking, you know, spend every cent of their fucking pension in one go on the pokies or the fucking craps table. Then then they'd be like in the toilets like, oh, what have I fucking done? 
I'm fucking spent all my money. And they'd, they'd, they'd sit in the toilet and top themselves. And so yeah. they couldn't very well, security couldn't very well come and carry the dead body out through the gaming Front fucking door. area. It doesn't, yeah. you know, it yeah. doesn't look great on Crown. So they would just yeah. unlock this body door and chuck them in the body door. And the body door was effectively like like a, a fucking laundry chute or, or a or a yeah. rubbish, rubbish fucking disposal and it would slide yeah. the bodies down to a morgue that was underneath Crown Casino. Do you know that rumour came from the nightclub scene in the 80s so oh. it sort of does relate because when I worked at Chasers as a dancer there used to be the same thing. Apparently there were tunnels that used to go behind the bars and in the walls where they would throw their drugs so they could sell it in the oh, nightclub. Very so good. this story... And it, and it you know what I heard this from an ex Chasers dancer about Crown Casino as well. Yep. So it would have been that whole scenario of let's just say that about Crown. But that story has been told before with nightclubs and drugs oh, and actually you see laundering money and all that bizzo. You can't trust anyone, can you? You can't, babes. You can't Fuck. trust anyone. Fuck. Have there any? Have there been any urban myths about you? That you can remember that you've actually heard one ones personally about me. Yeah. Well, yeah. didn't you ever? Yes, but they were all true. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. I'll have to think about that. Oh, there was an urban myth that I had a a um a Prince Albert that I had a um that I had a fucking penile piercing. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That, that was quite prevalent. That was. I was, you know, I was famous for that and that was crap. Wow. Yeah, that was crap. Wow. Yeah, it was in my asshole. No, 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 it wasn't. It was, no, I didn't have a fucking, no, I would never do that. I can't stand piercings in the nether regions. I'm <laughs> Yeah, totally. Nah. Yeah, yeah, nah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. If, you, if you hate yourself that much, I don't want to know about it. <laughs> Yeah. Stick a pin. I know. I I've, I mean, I remember venue owners ringing venues and telling them that I was on drugs. That was a big one. Yes. That I yeah. was in, especially when I went to another band, that's when people would ring up and go, you know, she's on drugs. What kind of she's drugs were crazy. you on apparently? Well, I don't know because I've never been a drug taker. So I was like, that's bullshit. But it used, people used to believe it. You're, you're just an alcoholic. That's all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How dare they? I know. At how least they could have got it right. dare they? That's right. But how much have you missed having alcohol and cigarettes and just at gigs and stuff? Like ISO's pissing me off about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I say. Oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As you're taking a swig. Yeah. I'm just not going to the shop to buy it. Yeah. Yeah, as you're having your wine. Yeah, as I'm having my wine. See, you can keep alcohol in the house. I can't. It just gets drunk. uh, No, well, thankfully the man comes and delivers it. We use. uh, Oh, good. Yeah, we use that sort of delivery service. You know, I won't give a company a plug, but, you know, there are certain alcohol delivery services out there, aren't there? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the other night, the other night, this is very exciting. The other night, I fucking, you know, because, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, what's that stupid thing that we have to do now at 8 o'clock? Lockdown, lockdown. Fuck, curfew, lockdown, curfew, yeah. curfew, curfew, curfew. Curfew. So in Melbourne, we've got an 8, 
8 p.m. curfew. So, you know, that's really put a dent in my fucking sex life. So I've, I've um, uh, you know, it got to the and, – and I have my creative – uh, flow at night like like most musos and so nights when you fucking come alive you know and I looked around and I thought oh what do I need I need you know this I need ice cream and I need a bottle of wine I needed like four things and it was 7 30 I thought I'll just drive down to the Coles before fucking curfew mm. so I turn mm. up to Coles there's not a soul in the Coles car park I pull up and the chick that I know at Coles before I'm even getting out of the car um there's a homeless chick that sits in front of Coles and she's she's um always there and she's before I'm even getting out of the car she's like you can't get in their clothes you can't get in there and I'm like what are you talking about it's like eight o'clock is the is the fucking curfew and she's like, no, 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 they close at 7.30 um, so that people aren't dragging the chain and cutting into their curfew time. You know what I mean? So they close yeah, at right. 7.30 so that people aren't doing the five minutes to eight thing, like coming down to Coles like I was effectively doing. And um, so by by this time it's like fucking quarter to eight. And I'm like, oh, oh, my God, oh, my God. So out of everything – I'm thinking, right, what do I actually need? I've got 15 minutes to get it somehow. I think to myself, I'm in Yarraville. I bet the bottle O's, the dodgy bottle O's in Footscray will open till 8. Sure enough. (laughs) Sure enough. I jump back into my car and like... Down to fucking Footscray. Sure enough, the bottle bottle O's are still open. It's um, 5 to 8. I jump in and get my bottle of wine. All the other things just fell to the wayside. I chose the wine. I got the bottle yeah, of, of wine. Course. I was driving back into my underground car park like fucking Batman, coming into the fucking Batcave at 8 p.m. Wow. That's how exciting life is at the moment, Sammy, during ISO for me. I know, right? I know. It is very exciting. Well, I don't drive, so I can't just bust a move and go down to the supermarket. <laughs> I've got to fucking walk there. So I've got to leave an hour before curfew to get my alcohol or whatever. And I'm never that organised in ISO uh, to fucking get it done. So I'm yeah. just basically going without. Yeah, yeah. If I have to. Yeah, Unbelievable. All right. Well, what have we got? What have we got? Have we got one more we can just finish on? Have we got one more? I think I've done them all. In, unless yeah. you count, unless you count, Sammy. Remember, yeah. remember, and this one still applies. This is a driving one. You know how in Australia, if somebody's got their, especially if you're doing long drives, if they've got their yep. high beams on and they forget, and they're approaching you. In Australia, we like to put our fucking high beams on as well and blast them. Bit of bit of fucking revenge. Mm. Bit of another urban myth here. Don't do it because apparently there's gangs of people. There's gangs of people who, as an initiation, they put their high beams on and leave them on and if people try to blind them in revenge coming the other way, they'll do a U-turn and run them off the road and bash them. Wow, I haven't heard that. That's the urban myth. My lord, there that you must go. be Queensland, is it? Must be Queensland. It probably probably happened in Queensland, to be honest. Yeah, it would have. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. 
All right. Wow. So that's our ep, guys. Urban myths. If you know any more, please write them. Please write them on our social media. If you know who indeed put the Coke bottle up Jennifer Kite's asshole, yeah, write exactly. to us. Write to us on wasn't our you? Instagram. Yeah, it wasn't me. Um, wasn't me. Write, uh, <laughs> write to us on our Instagram or our Facebook or any of our social media. If you love the show, guys, please like, subscribe, review and rate us. Yeah. Follow us, now, follow, I thought us of, follow us, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had a couple of businesses that have uh, followed us on um, Instagram. Is that right? And I thought, yeah, and I thought it would be nice just to give them a little plug because we can give back in COVID, you know what I mean? People it, can get something. It, hang on, is it Sexy Land in Brunswick? No, oh, it's not. Okay. Right. They don't even know about us. Mm, I think okay. they're scared of us. Okay. So people, like if you've got a business, follow us on Instagram or even write us a review on iTunes and we'll give you a little plug on the on the uh, the podcast. Yeah. We'll Just say, up until December. We'll say all nice things too. We won't take the piss out of your business That's like, we right. did with, um, like we did with the bloody Aussie bin covers. No. No, we, she loved that. We loved, she loved Aussie that. bin covers. We loved that them. That was, yeah, and also she was so excited to have her business read out. I thought, well, you know, people don't have enough money to give us sponsorship at the moment. If you not want to drop us a dollar for whatever, but. We don't really want anything back, but it would be nice to give back. So we had a, a business, and if you are a business, get on our Instagram, called Sugar of Southlands. Now, Sugar in Southlands is a business that does waxing. Oh, lovely. So they wax, wax your beaver. With sugar? Wax your bum off. With toffee, with do they? It's kind of like a toffee mixture. Right. Where it's not wax, it's like... Toffee, yeah, exactly that, where they use that to wax your muff with. Right. So I think that's a great idea. Imagine if they put the sort of sugary, waxy toffee on your muff and waxed it off and you had a a little map of Tasmania that you could carry around with you everywhere. Well, that's right, and Tasmania are in lockdown from other sort of states (laughs) at the moment, so... It may not be a good omen to lock your own vagina down for a couple of months, but now, are people yeah. waxing? Are people you're not able to get your vagina waxed during ice? Well, this are is you? the thing: people aren't aren't doing that at the moment right. because the businesses are all shut. So I thought we'd give them a bit of a mention, and they're sort of in my old stomping ground. I was a big Southland kid. Yeah, I used to go to Southlands a lot, and I do remember. And it's called Sugar Me Southland. And uh, they're a beautiful Sugar Me Southland. That's like bloody Sugar Me me Timbers. Instead of Sugar Me Timbers, we got bloody Sugar Me Southland. Absolutely. And they do eyebrows, they do eyeliner, lips, anything you want. And they're in Southland and they're really, really cool. Isn't that great? They look really nice. What I love about that. I thought we'd give them a shout out. What I love about that is Southland could be kind of a euphemism for your nether regions, you know what I mean? So sugar me Southland. And you you know know? what? I bet they haven't even thought of that. Yeah. So there we go. Bloody hell. Because Southland was great in the 80s. Was it? Saw a lot of artists. They used to have like an area in Southlands where you'd get to see Doc Nielsen or Uh, New Brushes. yeah. They'd have little concerts and stuff. Brushes, there's a name. Brushes, mate. So I don't know whether – 
But yeah, give them a call. They've got vouchers. You can go and buy a voucher and head off when curfews done. Yes, you'll have a you'll it. have a hairy dodoiny by then. Mate, um, this is the first thing I'm going to do is go to fucking sugar me. Yeah, get your Southlands bloody. Get oh well, trimmed. I like the I like my asshole done. I think oh. that feels nice. Oh dear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just use <laughs> I just use um, Nair. I, I use Nair you do for sensitive. I use Nair you for sensitive not. skin. Bullshit on your ass. On oh, my ass. And look, I oh, I you could know, never do that. I, lo- I know a lot of actors and a lot of musos who are both promiscuous and vain. Yes. So they like to keep their areas nice, nicely kept. You know, nice and fresh. Um, well, and, it feels and nice with the water running down your ass. Well, if you want somebody to get their face in there, it'd be nice if it was sort of maintained, you know. So yeah, true, true. I know, uh, I know a lot of blokes who you would think bloody, you know, you normally you'd think bloody nair and your assholes a bit gay, but I I know a lot of blokes who. Nair their asshole. Now I will give you some advice if you are nairing your asshole. If you're using depilatory cream, if it says leave it on for ten minutes, you leave it on for nine minutes and you fucking wash it straight off the moment oh. the moment the fucking oven timer goes off. Are you listening? Because it will burn. It will burn you and then you'll be out of action. Good on you guys. Thanks for listening. That was our Urban Myths episode. Jeez, for an Urban Myths episode, we've ter- certainly delved into a lot of smut, which is probably why we you have. listen to our show. That's right. Uh, good on Absolutely. you. Thanks for calling in, guys. We hope you're well out there during ISO. Everyone around the world, mm. uh, hope you have enjoyed the show. Um, now, what do we say, Sammy? Well, let's give them the website first. Let's do that. So they can get in contact. Yes. So it's the80smontage.com. Send us a message. We've got our Kim Wilde and Pat Benatar still voting. We've got about a week left on that. Who's ahead? And Kimmy's looking pretty good. Kim's Kimmy do- Wilde. Right. Okay. Kim Wilde. Very good. But yeah. Become a Patreon, guys, as well. Become a Patreon. If you love the show, why not put your money where your mouth is for as little as a dollar? Uh, there's all kinds of subscriptions. And for $10. For $10 a month, you get extra episodes, which we're just about to uh, just about to record a very funny one right now. So if you want to hear all the extra stuff when we're well pissed recording it, you should become a $10 Patreon member. Awesome. Good on you guys. What do we say, Sammy? If it's music, music 80s, 80s or cool, cool shit, shit from, from the, the 80s, 80s, we're going to talk about it. Unreal. Unreal. Unreal.